I V M. Welcome to All Things Policy, a daily podcast supported by Pragati, a flagship media initiative of the Sakshashila Institution. We are a bunch of policy nerds based in Bengaluru, and we like to bring fresh perspectives to Indian affairs and an Indian perspective to global affairs. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us for today's chat. Hello and welcome to another episode of All Things Policy. I'm Mihir and today I'm joined by Sapni and Megha. We're going to talk about the regulations of related to artificial intelligence and how that is evolving around the world. What we mean by artificial intelligence is that this technology is emerging where machines learn to perform a variety of tasks uh, that we desire them to do. These may include curating social media feeds to driving cars or any other kind of task that computers have uh, are trained to perform. In order to get machines to learn how to perform these tasks, we also feed them a lot of data that oftentimes we generate. We may feed them our photographs, we may feed them data from cars uh, driving on the road in order for them to learn the real world, and so on. What happens though is as this technology is evolving, it has, it has a variety of impacts on society and therefore, as with any technology, needs to be looked at carefully from a regulatory act. Megha and Sapni have been doing work in this area and uh, I'm, it's my pleasure to welcome them and to talk about this. So to begin with, uh, Sapni, I would like to get you in the conversation. Can you first just tell us about the state of affairs on AI regulation at a high level? Um, before we get into that, I mean, it's very important according to me that we also understand it, as you rightly mentioned, from the point of data itself and algorithms because that's essentially what builds and makes AI. So that there is a considerable amount of regulation that has happened there and algorithms these days, countries and regulatory frameworks are catching up with the regulation of algorithms. So on regulation of data, definitely the, the, the pinnacle of that was 2017 when the European Union came out with the gender data protection regulations. And then moving further, there have been other regulations which aid this and there have been similar regulations across the globe and while we look at this as a phenomenon ai and their use as a phenomenon it's it is really important for us to understand that their use is increasingly becoming ubiquitous uh, without to be very honest i think uh, a high level observation would be that major regulations do not prohibit them or mostly do not impede into their functioning or rolling out in any way. Generally speaking, I think in India, if we look at uh, the use itself, we see there is quite uh, quite some conversation happening around the use of facial recognition technology, particularly in schools across the country, particularly there is quite some conversation happening about the use of AI-based, AI AI-enabled uh, facial recognition technology that's being used in schools in Delhi and Assam, etc. And very similar conversations are happening across the globe. Something of particularly of uh, interest for us would be that in the UK, very uh, similar conversations are happening on the use of facial recognition technology in schools where there's a lot of uh, resistance to the use. And this comes from the background that they have with how AI dealt with students and use of AI 
dealt with their marks previously during the as the pandemic started how the use of ai essentially was called a tragedy if it had been used in if the evaluation of papers for in the uk if they had continued with it instead of moving back to a cumulative calculation model there was a lot of uh, hue and cry about that so that is generally how the us is being now probed into a lot and on regulations again as as we speak about abdakshila we are very interested obviously uh, in what india is doing and sadly enough till now we do not have major regulations which are on regulation of data or algorithms or ai at large itself our personal data protection bill is in the annual algorithms i do not see a lot of conversation also on that space but we do have some regulations in the financial markets by the securities exchange board of india they have a bunch of regulations and but there is a large number of regulation that is mushrooming across the globe right starting from china to the us the, the interest is peaking that's that's what i'd say so it's interesting sapni that you should bring that up that uh, india doesn't have a properly regulated uh, way of uh, managing data related uh, aspects but uh, the gdpr kind of set a global standard in some way and some country, many countries have followed i believe on ai regulation uh, china has recently issued a set of uh, draft guidelines around how it wants to regulate ai could you uh, fill us in on that uh, what is china attempting to do china is uh, there are a bunch of regulations in various names and various kinds that china is coming up with i think uh, me and you we wrote that piece on what particularly china is trying to do here on the recommendation algorithms bit like recommendation algorithms essentially being what curates our feeds whether it be on shop- shopping sites whether it be on social media sites etc so that is something that is happening on that front and there are a bunch of ethics guidelines and in the larger spectrum of uh, tech regulation that's happening in china china is coming out with a bunch of regulations i think mega will be able to introduce us to that ecosystem better over to you mega hi thank you sapni so yeah uh, ai regulations in china we can roughly uh, divide into three categories first is uh, data security then there is privacy and uh, then we have ethics so regarding data security and privacy they uh, are working with the uh, laws like the data security law which was released in 2020 then on personal uh, information and protection there was civil code which was released in i guess earlier in first part of 2020 uh, then there also laws on consumer protection information management uh, big data automated driving etc uh, and also on finance some, some uh, on finance uh and recently they released this ai ethics guidelines so it's not a law per se but they are that is the guideline uh so they seem to be doing a lot and given that their focus is to be a leading leading uh, ai you know ai developed country uh, or the, sorry um leader in ai so these kind of regulations uh, seem appropriate given the 
uh, scenario everyone is doing that uh, so for them to be doing this and taking lead in this kind of uh, regulations is a good progress for uh, ai overall so can uh, megha or sapni one of you talk about what does what does it mean when china has issued these ai related regulations or guidelines i believe these are in draft state right now but maybe if you could illustrate uh, what exactly it seeks to regulate or how, in what manner yeah so as i said um, three categories so first would be data what they want to do is they want to um, ensure the privacy uh, of uh, the data that is being generated as you see uh, china has large number of population which is using different different type of applications and many uh, tech giants they use ai and generate data so that kind of data can be used for various purposes and also can be weaponized but they want to secure that so that is so data regulation and privacy regulations come in that ethics is well you know when you say ethics it's very you know large category but uh, the recent ethics guides which they have released it has a lot of management standard regulations then research and development specification then there is supply side specification so for example if i want to say uh, the guidelines supply side specifications and guideline mention that we should respect market rules there should be enough provision for emergency data protection and then there is a uh, six basic ethical requirements which uh, roughly indicate everything that we should respect human well being fairness and justice there should be credibility and controllability accountability you know things like this that's interesting and uh, just so that I, our listeners know it, so these are regulations that are in draft state not yet being uh, confirmed is that right no so guidelines they guidelines they have issued not a law per se these are guidelines Uh, and uh, sorry, Sapni, you you were uh, making a point related to the Chinese regulations. I think yes. In in addition to what uh, Mega has very rightly pointed out, I think uh, and your point on drafts. So a bunch of laws or regulations they've come out with are in their draft stages. But as Mega rightly pointed out, there are an overarching uh, number or of uh, there is an overarching interest in. establishing norms and i think that is very interesting for us as we look at it from the prism of uh, geopolitics etc because um i think at the cost of you know <laughs> probably receiving some flag and and maybe some inconsistency i'd say that uh, china is probably eyeing at something like setting norms for the globe itself so gdpr uh, coming back to what i earlier mentioned the gdpr was a norm that was set and most countries followed and that there that gives and that brings about a certain sense of soft power with the eu for the eu and against that being a standard it, it gives eu some set of leverages and to me at least it appears to be that china is eyeing something very similar with a whole range of changes that is happening in the chinese sphere a lot of that does seem going towards the idea of having that soft power against other countries and also i think um, maybe their algorithms particularly because a lot of these new newer regulations while well, mega did mention about the earlier regulations on data over the past year i think in in onwards 2021 onwards they have been focusing quite a lot on ai exclusively and algorithms 
so those regulations they probably also have this uh, taste of you know the nudge that ai ai can give or the nudge that algorithms can give and their decision making capa- uh, capacities that is also probably something the chinese government and the chinese regulatory mechanism is eyeing on and that nudge probably can be credited to be something of the power that the china the chinese supply supply chain narrative earlier had so algorithms to me are the regulations and probably norm setting there also it looks to me like algorithms possibly can be attributed to be the supply chain of narratives and that is an increasingly important aspect whether it be in geopolitics or whether it be in market activities and so on so that is very interesting for observers for people like us who observe and then at large also for regulators i think that is very important so this the inculcation of values through norm setting is something very interesting that is coming up at large in ai regulation so it's interesting sapni that you should mention uh, that china is seeking in some sense a leadership position in terms of uh, how ai regulations are to be promulgated what is to be done and uh, and what kind of impact the regulations can have on the industry uh, megha i think uh, uh, in terms of uh, what china is doing here how how do you see it yeah uh, i just want to add one point to what sapni said uh, this language of you know trying to be uh, take a normative leadership position kind of it's very clear when if you read the guides and regulations they mention that uh, they mentioned that they want to be uh, you know they want to play with international standards and take a lead in international standards position so should he between the lines it's very clear in the guidelines or laws which they promulgate that's very interesting but i'm sure uh, both of you will uh, agree with me that uh, ai being such a foundational technology and becoming valuable around the world that the rest of the world is not sitting idle uh, let while china kind of issues guideline after guideline and kind of puts uh, puts out its uh, views on on how it wants to regulate this discipline So maybe what we can do at this point is take a quick break and on the other side talk about what some of the other countries are doing with respect to regulating AI. Welcome back to Altics Pulse as we were discussing AI regulations and how China has attempted by putting out a set of guidelines to take a lead in this domain. EU, US and some of the other countries are not sitting idle. They are promulgating their own views on on this discipline. So uh, maybe uh, Sapni if you could get us started on uh, how the Chinese regulation is being received in the rest of the world or how the Chinese guidelines are being used and then also what each of these uh, different countries are doing with respect to uh, having their own AI regulations. Certainly. the authoritarian flavor of regulations from china it's not difficult to detect there definitely are a bunch of aspects to these regulations that are that look ideal on paper and that possibly a lot of countries which are more towards the liberal and democratic side of life would want to if not replicate and duplicate at least try to incorporate at a higher level so and i think these chinese regulations particularly have also pushed for regulations from across the globe also and because this this sort of norm setting i think the world is sensing that interest in setting norms from china 
and that has possibly pushed a lot of the major players who are usually usually used to setting these norms uh, to na- namely EU and US. So I think firstly and probably touch a bit on what uh, the US has been doing. So uh, around 10 days back or so the the White House Science and Technology Policy Office at the federal level they came out with this proclamation that and in today's day and age there needs to be an AI bill of rights an equivalent of you know the interpretationary aid for their bill of rights which is basically equivalent mostly equivalent to our uh, fundamental rights as uh, granted by the constitution of india so that is mostly a very high level principle uh, based initiative that the us has taken but in addition to that there are a lot of uh, state level uh, legislations and regulations that have come in place and that broadly addresses a lot of things that we have already talked about whether it be uh, facial recognition technology a lot of states have already outlawed facial recognition technology police use of facial recognition technology then there are states which mandate algorithm audits in especially in case of uh, in matters related to employment welfare benefits etc and that i think is something really appreciable and also there was a federal movement of an initiative at the federal level at the uh, entire level of the united states to possibly replicate that interest through an algorithm accountability act which happened sometime in 2019 and early 2020s but there has been very limited movement on that very limited progress on that so that is generally what the us is doing and of course we are generally i think through the conversation the listeners would be aware that we are keeping we not we are looking more at the civic side of technology and not the uh, military use of such tech, ai technology etc because there are considerable number of uh, initiatives from across the globe whether it be on drones uh, you know unmanned vehicles etc so that is generally what's happening in the us and i think on e- on the eu front there is noise around this particular artificial intelligence act which is in the anvil which tries to talk about a single market for artificial intelligence much like what everything mostly everything else that the eu does a single market uh, so giving single market protections and somewhat advocating for more accountability and practices uh, that incorporate the eu's so called eu's values of uh, freedom liberal markets free market flow, flow of uh, ideas and exchange of uh, businesses and ease of business etc and they are again you know i think now trying to turbocharge yesterday i think uh, just before we recorded this podcast uh, there was news that while the ai act was supposed to be passed and come in and was supposed to come into force by spring 2022 i think it's been pushed further but why i call it there has been some sort of a turbocharge is that there is a lot of research that is now happening and a lot of conversation a lot of heavy amount of conversation that's happening around it quite difficult to keep a tab on but still there is there's quite some conversation happening about it and eu is also investing in understanding how well they could regulate that and to ensure that the norm setting goes by their standards we obviously from you know india we can obviously we we can see 
there are shades of you know the colonial mindset etc those are possible you know flaws that we can find but that that certainly that drive is happening there so while they also understand essentially that you know there are narratives that can be said that there is this driver they have for the economy now today which is ai and just beyond being the buzzword there is considerable interest in regulating so that power equations possibly and we talk about this quite some quite a bit in our newsletter the technopolitic newsletter which talks about uh, high technology and international relations so that sort of an interest is coming up from across the globe and, and even australia to, for for that matter a lot of tech regulations amidst their tech regulations there are regulations coming up on ai as well and so sapni just to bring uh, a more concrete a little bit of more concreteness to all these regulations uh, uh in china for example there is this ethics aspect in the us uh, the regulations uh, specifically apply to uh, social welfare or uh, education or some of the other domains as you said so what i want to ask both of you is uh, in terms of ai regulations there seem to be kind of two different aspects one is uh, obviously uh, the aspect of domain specific regulations to ensure that the use of ai algorithms uh, meets the values or standards that a human society wants to set so for example if ai is used in as as uh, uh, sapni you mentioned if ai is used to grade homework assignments of uh, school going children we want to make sure that the uh, that the grades are fair and uh, and right for the children and for the context in which the algorithm is used whereas if it's used for uh, let's say deciding prison sentences or bail applications and so on again there are a lot of justice issues that come in what i want to ask you is uh, the uh, while there are domain specific regulations that have emerged uh, in, let's say if, uh, with respect to facial uh, recognition of facial technology or uh, this technology use of technology in the education sector uh, do you also see that there's a broader set of attributes that uh, ai regulations uh, seek to regulate uh, beyond kind of the domain specific ones and if so if uh, would you mind kind of touching upon uh, uh, what those broader aspects uh, may be if if you know um i think generally now earlier i think at least a couple of years back definitely this was more focused and narrow on domain specific regulation but as we progress the mandate seems to have expanded the mandate seems to have uh, expanded to be overarching principles that can be normative principles that can be laid by overarching regulations and then be supplemented by uh, specific regulations that are specific to uh, sectors sectoral regulations and in general these overarching principles i think are moving closer towards having transparency to having uh, a say uh, you know the human element that is missing in ai to having incorporating that human element into that many many states while they are uh, regulating they talk about having this human in the loop and not have completely uh, you know machine based decisions that may that are made that then later have consequences on civic rights and uh, then i think also uh, audits algorithm audits are generally one point that seems to be appearing everywhere 
whether it be in China or it be in the US. So that would broadly be it. If Mega, if you want to add something. Yes, uh, I just want to add to your point of the human element. Uh, it's it's uh, evident from the other apps as well as the recent you know, guidelines in China because one of the ethical requirement is promote human well-being. This is a very broad term, promote human well-being. And also, earlier it used to be just, you know, I want transparency, privacy, I want to regulate big data and you know, those kind of data security, but now it's promoting human well-being. So yes, of course, the scope has expanded. That's interesting to see that uh, worldwide these trends have emerged, that uh, certain domains like facial technology was uh, seen as in need of regulation much earlier and was regulated. And then uh, it spread to other domains. And as uh, we kind of get to ubiquitous AI, uh, the regulations are attempting to kind of set uh, put together a set of normative principles. So uh, at this point, uh, Sapni, I would like to ask you, we have talked about what, what's happening in China and how it's attempting uh, to take a position of leadership. We've talked about in the US, there have been multiple efforts, multiple attempts, and uh, state, while state-specific regulations have emerged in certain cases, at the federal level, things are happening. And the EU is also kind of uh, bringing its own view. Um, it seems like, I mean, if you look at it from the perspective of a of markets. Uh, India is one of our larger markets uh, and AI technology is being increasingly deployed in India. We are one of the largest social media markets in the world and we get curated social media feeds across multiple platforms. We are also a pretty large e-commerce market and AI plays a big role in everything from recommendations to uh, dynamic pricing uh, and so on. So it seems like India is on the cusp of uh, need of these regulations as far as AI is concerned because a lot of AI algorithms are affecting everyday Indians' lives in a variety of ways and in the absence of regulation we uh, kind of uh, are a society that may uh, that may uh, have an opportunity to actually take a place of leadership just as China is attempting. So uh, the question to both of you is one in India what kind of noise have you heard around ai regulation so taking a position of leadership in this domain and then second if not uh, what kind of things uh, you think are uh, are necessary to be done um, or uh, useful for india to think about uh, yeah i'll go here so uh, so far uh, in india it's a uh, you know mostly just it's mostly just you know guidelines and uh, just for example there was this niti aayog report which talked about data privacy and attracting IP regime and uh, no, creating a system of AI innovation. Then the ministries have uh, constituted several committees which talk about uh, creating an uh, open platform for uh, stimulating AI research. So on regulation purpose, uh, as far as I know, we are not thinking about regulation as such, but creating a responsible AI, as Niti Aayog has uh, said in its one of its report. Adding to Megha, I think, on again, getting back to the old cry about, the old lament about our data protection law, which is in the annual, which has been in the annual for now. Now, soon it will be almost half a decade. So... Um, that is where I think India should focus and India should uh, turbocharge there. And while a lot of conversations, a lot of uh, you know involved stakeholder conversations are due there, 
but there must be more energy that is given to that particular sphere of regulation because it's only once that happens that we have a lot more idea about what and where and how the market will react to that and how and where we've lost out before we jump into a, a regulation broader based regulation on ai but also on algorithms per se we do not have any movement that i i am also aware of it's it's mostly a lot of conversations about the personal data protection regulation that has to come out of india soon hopefully it will come and just other than the sebi regulations the financial sector regulations i do not think there is anything but while india will have to sooner or later look into this necessarily have to sooner or later look into this and why we do that we should be careful that we do not we classify harms clearly we classify what and how we have our we design our markets what and how the markets will respond to our regulations and design that in consultation with the markets and all other stakeholders so a sort of rushed approach to that will not be ideal but having these uh, set responsible ai guidelines and all of that that is merely directional for the market right now so that helps but it does not help enough so uh, informed thought i think and informed regulation is what india needs at this point and it is it is probably we will require urgent attention but uh, we probably are not anywhere close to having that attention yeah uh, i also want to add on what sapni said that at this point uh, having very tough regulations regarding ai and its development might be detrimental to the growth of ai ecosystem in india because uh, if you see from uh, i don't know if china is a good example to follow here but still uh, china allowed its uh, ecosystem to grow first and then uh, they are thinking about regulation and you know all those stuff although we need to be a step ahead and avoid the mistakes of other countries it's good to have uh, some guidelines and even ethical guidelines per se but uh, to have a very tough regulations which might be bad for growth of ai ecosystem would be would not be ideal uh, also uh, india's uh, ai you know capability and potential is very good so we should be thinking about uh, encouraging the industry and not you know regulating it per se i think i i might possibly uh, you know digress a little there i i do think uh, while all the necessary capability that india has and it's it's important for the market to be allowed to grow i think we've had that sort of time that that sort of uh, luxury the industry has had for quite some time now and i think to nudge it towards the right side to prevent the mistakes that happened in china or any other part of the world essentially that has happened in the us also whether it be on discrimination etc the impact on civil rights all of that i think it it is the right time to start having those conversations it is the right time to think about how we will go about regulation if not urgent stringent regulations that's an excellent point uh, both uh, mega and sapni that you've made uh, if i may uh, kind of in terms of concluding that there are two or three different aspects that come to my 
One is, as Mika pointed out, while good regulations are desirable and can promote growth in a market, growth of companies, growth of economy, while simultaneously protecting the rights of people, attempting to over-regulate or regulate without thinking before, uh, before the developments have occurred can be counterproductive. So it's very important that uh, policymakers in India pay attention to market conditions and uh, uh, deploy regulation that's appropriate for the market condition. The second part, I think, is uh, that AI being such a sweeping set of technologies that affect uh, many different aspects of life, as we spoke about facial recognition technology in Delhi schools, or we can talk about gig worker work allocation or rewards uh, that uh, get often get decided by AI algorithms that determine which delivery person gets assigned an order or uh, determines uh, how long it might take to deliver an order which kind of controls the work condition. We should recognize that algorithms and AI algorithms in particular can have deleterious effects in, in a variety of ways. And minus regulation uh, and careful thought about this, uh, it's, uh, uh, it can be counterproductive to the average person, whether it's a consumer, whether it's a worker, or whether it's the company itself that's providing services. So on the whole, uh, uh, the, 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 both Sapni and Megha, thank you very much for uh, providing us a perspective of AI regulation around the world and where India stands and how uh, and why it's important for India to take ginger but important uh, and thoughtful steps towards regulating artificial intelligence. Uh, I'm sure our listeners will derive a lot of uh, useful material from this. And for those of you who are interested in reading more about this, please do subscribe to Takshashila's Technopolitik newsletter as well as Megha's newsletter that covers some of these topics. Uh, links will be in the summary uh, of the episode that uh, will be posted. Thank you very much, uh, both of you, and uh, have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you. If you liked our show, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can tune into them on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow IVM on social media. The handle is at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And hey, if you'd like to dive into Takshashila's research on technology, strategy and economic affairs, check us out at our Twitter handle at takshashilainst or our website takshashila.org.in.